Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of a Blissfully Balanced Life podcast. I am so excited that you are here. And if this is your first time, I'm your host, Crystal Ray, and I am a certified health and fitness coach and Reiki master. Today, I thought we could talk about a topic that is super near and dear to my heart because it is the thing that really changed my health and my energy levels. Before we get started, I just wanted to mention that today's podcast episode is sponsored by Crystal by Crystal, which is an Etsy shop that has a beautiful self-awareness journal. It's a six-week journal that helps you learn more about your health from a very holistic perspective. You can find the link for Crystal by Crystal by checking the show descriptions. And if not, it's Crystal, C-R-Y-S-T-A-L by B-Y. K-H-R-Y-S-T-L-E dot com. So today I want to teach you guys how to learn to eat for your body. And there are so many people who I speak with that always say to me, Crystal, I have no idea how a food is making me feel. And I'm here to let you know that all of us are being told by our body what is going on, right? We have a food and our body is constantly talking to us. It's letting us know what's up. The difference is that we may not be actually paying attention or aware of what our body is telling us. We may think that the cues that it is giving us are just things that we've always dealt with and that it's just normal. I'm here to tell you, though, that a lot of those things that you might think are normal are not normal. It's about us tuning in, becoming aware, figuring out what it is that's bothering us, and also understanding that this is changing all the time, okay? Our food and our body changes constantly. So one of the things I do want you to get out of this episode is to understand that how you are eating right now today may change in a few years or in a few months. Who knows, okay? But I also want to reframe this idea for you about diet. A diet is not the end of the world. It's not an end-all, be-all. It's not permanent. Okay. Over my years, if you guys have been following my journey, you know I have worked with so many different holistic doctors for the, over the last 10 years, and I've had all these different diets with every single one of them. And it wasn't until 2018 when I really took food into my own hands that I started to get the results that I've been craving. Food is that powerful. It is so incredible. So let's jump on into it and let's talk about some of the things for you to be aware of when it comes to you learning to eat for your body. First things first, if you're sitting here and you're saying to me, Crystal, I have no idea how food is making me feel. Here is the reason why that might be the case. Many times our body is just overwhelmed by a lot of the different process that it's going through and it's just managing as best as it can. So when you're not aware, you may not be picking up on the little cues. Also, if your body is used to being bombarded by something that it doesn't like, it may not be giving you the cues as easily. So it's okay. You know, it happens. We may not know. Okay, There's there's reasons why that this might be happening. But if you're somebody who's sitting here and you're saying to me, hey, I don't know what my body is telling me when I eat foods. The first thing that you can do is something called an elimination diet. Please keep in mind with this entire podcast episode, any dietary changes that you do make, you should be working with a doctor, consulting a doctor, and making sure that you are doing something that's in the interest of your best health. I'm sitting here as a health coach who is giving you tips and tricks and guiding you, but 
I would have to work on you one-on-one to better assist you. So please use your best judgment with this episode. Work with a doctor. Changing your diet can have implications on your health. So please just know that. So let's go back to this idea of an elimination diet. A lot of times with an elimination diet, we do this while we're working with a coach or while we're working with a functional medicine doctor. So keep that in mind as well. With an elimination diet, you reduce some of the most common foods that irritate the body. Gluten, soy, corn, dairy, and peanuts. Okay, Those are some of the most big offenders. So what you do, and there's a couple different ways to do an elimination diet. You can decide that you're going to cut everything out all at once and stop eating all of those things. If you've never stopped eating those things before, that might be a shock to your body. So you may want to just do one of those items at a time. And so for a week, you would take dairy out. For a week, you would take gluten out. And so you go an entire week without one of those items. Let's say it's soy. We go a week without soy. And please keep in mind with soy, it's hidden in so many labels. So make sure that you're reading the nutrition label when you're buying something because you might be surprised. Soy is literally everywhere. So we go seven days without soy. After the seven days, you're going to reintroduce something of soy back into your system. And then you're going to wait three days to see if you have any reactions. Reactions can look like so many different things. A lot of times they are physical ailments. So this can be headache, itchiness, rashes, sore throats, acid reflux, bloating, a racing heart, anything like that, okay? Anything actually physically. Some other things that might happen is you might experience fatigue, brain fog. You might notice some emotional changes. I swear you're gonna think I'm crazy and I use this example all the time, but I experimented so many times with it and for my body, it's been proven to be true. I had Honey Nut Cheerios and probably within like an hour after eating Honey Nut Cheerios, I used to get extremely angry. Like out of nowhere, I would just get angry or like in like a weird pissy mood and I would have no idea why and it happened multiple times. So I am almost certain that for me, Honey Nut Cheerios makes me angry. So it's things like that. You're going to pay attention to something for three days. So with an elimination diet, you take it off for seven days. You introduce it one day, one time, and you wait three days to see what happens. It's kind of a long process, but it's totally worthwhile. If nothing happens in those three days, well then, hey, you're probably fine with soy. You do the same thing with dairy. You do the same thing with gluten, etc. And you just see how is my body responding. Keep in mind, though, like your body might respond to one product and not necessarily another product. And that's when we just start to become more in tune. So the more aware you are of the physical reactions that are happening when you are eating, the better you're going to be, like the more you're going to learn about yourself. And one of my favorite ways of doing this is to use a food journal. So with a food journal, you write down everything that you're eating, and then you also write down how you felt after you ate it. And this is something that I include in the self-awareness journal on Crystal by Crystal. There's a food journal built in for every single day. Using a food journal is one of the best ways for you to really get a clear understanding as to what do you like to eat at what different times? What are your cravings like? And with that journal that I have, it also ties in the different moon phases and your period cycles. So as we are changing throughout the month, our cravings and our emotions and our hormones and everything is changing right? 
So just being aware. Awareness is key. Awareness is the secret to all of this. So the second thing I want to talk about are diets. Diets can be a beautiful guideline, okay? They can really help us understand what we like or what works for our body, but they are not the end-all be-all. I know a lot of times we want structure. We want somebody just to tell us what to eat, when to eat it. Give us the details. We don't want to figure it out. We don't have the time or the brain capacity, and I get that. But the one thing that happens with diets is that it's not enough, right? Sometimes our body isn't fully responding well to it. We might still feel a little bit sluggish. We might still be gaining weight. We might still just have an issue, have an upset stomach, whatever the case might be. And as I was saying before, our food is really fluid. I personally don't follow a very structured diet anymore because from an emotional perspective, for me, knowing that I was on a diet was so challenging. It took such a toll on me. I am a perfectionist in the sense of if a doctor tells me that this is now my new diet, I'm not going to deviate off of it. And I used to get very fearful that if I did deviate from it, that I would be harming my health. And from an emotional perspective, that is not healthy. That's not a good place to be in. So I want you guys to understand that our diets can be much more fluid in the way that we might be thinking of them. You know, we may just be thinking that, this is it. I have to do this perfectly to a T. And if our body is saying to us, hey, I don't like this, we really have to honor our body. And that's what was happening for me. Doctors would say to me, Crystal, I need you to eat animal protein three times a day. And it got to the point where I felt nauseous while I was looking or thinking about eating a piece of chicken. And I just knew something inside of me was like, hey, this doesn't feel good for me. This doesn't feel right. I don't want to keep doing this. And that's your cue. Like if you're looking at a food or if the the idea of a food makes you feel sick to your stomach, that's kind of your cue of like, hey, my body may not like this. Let me pay attention to this more. Our intuition is always there and you can always make a decision of like, hey, is this going to be great for me? Will this feel good in my body? And your body will let you know. It'll respond. It will talk back to you. And so that's like another technique that I will use. Like if I'm out and I'm looking at a menu because I'm looking to order something, sit there and be like, body, what would you like? What feels good for you? And I know it might sound like, huh? You do it already. You look at a menu already and you're like, all right, what do I want? And what feels good stands out. Like it's that simple. We don't have to overcomplicate this. But I just want you to understand that a diet can help you figure out a way of eating that you like and that feels good for you. But you can blend different diets together, okay? It's not an all or nothing. It's learning how to eat in a way that's going to work for your body. So the third thing when it comes to really learning to eat for your body is paying attention to your blood work. There are a few things that you should be getting checked to see if Everything's working well. And I personally work with a functional medicine doctor. If anybody wants his information, I'm more than happy to give it to you. He does work virtually via Skype. And he always checks my amino acid levels. Reason for this is because I personally have had a challenging time with absorbing. You know, my gut has not 
always been in a good place. And so I eat foods, my body doesn't necessarily absorb the nutrients. And when our body is not absorbing the nutrients, well, we are more prone to mental health issues like anxiety and depression. And our body just isn't functioning as great. Like our amino acids are low. We don't have the energy. We're more fatigued. There's other things going on for us. So paying attention to your blood work is really crucial in understanding if the way you are eating is working for you or not. You'll be able to tell if you are deficient in a lot of items if that way of eating is not working for you. I do want to say, though, it might also be your quantity. If you are eating too little food, it might be that versus the foods that you are eating. And let's just talk about this real quick because I bet you're wondering, well, what are the foods that I should be eating? I believe in eating vegetables first. Vegetables, fruits, whole foods. Let's make vegetables the main dish. And then if you eat animal protein or other types of proteins, put those on the side. You can have your grains, you can have your fats, but keep it balanced and also alternate between the foods that you're eating. Our body can become accustomed and can create sensitivities to foods that we eat continuously if our gut is not completely healed. And that's something that I personally have experienced. So just try to switch it up keep it interesting, and have fun with it. And I am a firm believer of praying over our food, saying thank you before we're eating, just giving a little bit of gratitude for the food, where it came from. I do believe that it does help shift the energy of the food that you're eating. And at one point when I was really struggling with eating, that was the thing that helped me feel better during my meals. Different convo for a different day, but having gratitude really makes a difference when it comes to eating our food. So here's the next thing that I want you to pay attention to, and that is figuring out how you feel as you manipulate the amount of carbs and fats and proteins that you eat, okay? So this is something that when you're doing a bodybuilding competition, you have strict macros. So those are your carbs, your proteins, and your fats. Bigger picture, there's a certain number of calories we want to eat every single day in order for our body to actually function. And we need calories, food to sustain the body and those functions. If we are an athlete, we might need a surplus in calories in order to make up for what we're losing from our workouts because we're doing intense workouts. If we're somebody who just works out a few times a week or doesn't work out at all, we may not need as many calories, okay? So one of the things I do recommend is if you've never counted calories before, if you've never counted your macros, try it. A lot of us don't necessarily understand what 1,200 calories may look like or feel like or 1,500 calories or 2,000 calories, okay? And we're never going to know until we actually experiment with this. So in this topic, a lot of times what we manipulate the most are our carbs and our fats. Proteins, we typically just keep that number and then just change the percentages on the other two. But there's this whole idea as to how much protein is actually the amount of protein that your body needs. And Proteinaholic is an amazing book that gives you so much more insight on this topic. I'm not going to dive deep into it, but I will say I personally believe that we might need less protein than what a lot of people are typically saying. And from the U.S. government's data 
perspective, men need about 56 grams of protein. Women need about 46 grams of protein. From Toronto's perspective, men need about 70 to 80 grams of protein and women need about 58 to 68 grams of protein. So on that note, use your own judgment. You know what your goals are. If you're a bodybuilder, you have totally separate goals. But the ultimate thing is you want your body to absorb. If your body isn't absorbing the nutrients, then a lot of the foods you're eating are just coming out of you anyway. So if you build up your gut and you get your gut microbiome and everything in a place where you want it to be and your digestive system is working efficiently, you might end up absorbing way more nutrients even though you're eating less protein. Do you have what I'm saying? So use your own judgment. You personally know if you're working out and you're not recovering from workouts, yeah, you might need to up your protein. You'll know because you're sore for more than a few days and it's like a different type of soreness. It's like a lingering soreness. My best suggestion is for you guys to find a macro calculator online. Enter in your information, enter in your stats, talk about how many times you exercise, etc. And then those calculators might be a little bit higher for the protein amount, but just check it out. After you figure out your proteins, then you're going to see, okay, in order to hit my total calorie goal, how many carbs and fats do I need? You're going to also have numbers for those two things. Now, as you're learning to eat for your body, you're going to start to figure out, well, do I actually work better on a high carb diet or do I work better with less carbs and more fats? And that's just going to be something that you're going to start to manipulate and play with. It's also going to depend on your goals. And if you're eating for weight loss goals, bodybuilding competition goals, just general, I want to feel good goals, or if you're eating because you're healing your body. There's so many different ways that we can be eating, and I personally love eating for healing my body. It's one of the things that I've really had to do, and then I've kind of transitioned into eating just to maintain my health and feel healthy, but you have to experiment. You have to get to know your body and what works best for you. For my personal self, I love a high-carb diet. We get along great. We have a really great time. It makes me feel super good, right? Like that's just my body type. And so all of this is a really big experiment and it's just a lot of fun. So with this journey of learning to eat for your body, I want you to have the most fun that you can have. I want you to try new things, try new foods, switch up the orders, change what you eat for breakfast, change the time of day that you're eating, change how many meals you're having, change the ingredients, like make it fun and start to really tune in and listen to your body, get your blood work done, work with a doctor and just legit have fun with it. Like I really want you guys to understand that learning to eat for your body is one of the most empowering things that you can ever do. And it's not an end-all be-all, right? Like I personally don't eat in a very strict diet per se. Like, yes, I am plant-based. Yes, I am gluten-free. I don't eat eggs. I don't eat dairy. But if I decide to change my mind and be like, okay, you know what? I want to try eggs tomorrow. I have that ability. I have the capacity. Or if I'm like, oh, I really am craving a bite of a burger or something. Yes, I'm plant-based, but I allow myself the wiggle room. I allow myself the opportunity to bring in more foods again. But at the end of the day, the whole goal is really to have you replace some of the junky foods that you're eating. Instead of having these Reese's or Skittles or I don't even know, sodas and a lot of processed foods, start cooking more and start having natural whole foods and make more smoothies and have juice and eat more fruit. 
And yeah, like we can have some processed foods, but you're going to notice like once you start to change your lifestyle and change how you're eating and it feels easy and it feels good, you're also going to change your junk food and like the junk you're eating is way healthier than the junk you might be eating now. And looking at nutrition labels is one of the most important things of all time. If you've never meal prepped before or even understood that and you don't know what to do in the grocery store, you're not super familiar with cooking, I do have a course called Meal Prepping Made Easy where I take you through the entire grocery store. I help teach you how to shop and I also teach you how to meal prep in a way where you can make different meals with the same items throughout the week. We're not just cooking one specific recipe with 15 different ingredients, okay? We're doing this in a way that is like budget-friendly and makes sense and will still be interesting and you'll want to do it. So if you want to learn more about that course, you can check out crystalray.com. I'll put the link in the description as well. But honestly, guys, The best thing I've ever done for my health is bring my diet into my own hands. And I've seen my blood work change dramatically because of the way that I changed how I was eating. And personally, like it's so wonderful now. I used to have acid reflux. My throat would bother me all the time. I would feel foggy. I would feel fatigued. My emotions were all over the place, like all these different things going on. And I wouldn't always understand where they were coming from. And then I quit gluten. And that got rid of the fatigue. It got rid of the brain fog. I quit eggs. That really helped my throat not hurt as much anymore. And I just I just love it. Like I love the fact that I know how powerful food is and I am capable of feeling good after I eat. Like for any of you guys who ever experienced stomach pain, especially after eating and acid reflux and the discomfort you really know what this feels like. And there have been many times where I sat there just crying about like, oh, why am I here again? Why am I experiencing this pain? I don't want to be here anymore. And then by me really learning my body and changing my food, I moved out of that place. I've now gotten to a space where I'm not scared to eat anymore. And majority of the time when I eat, I feel really good afterwards. I hope this episode just encourages you, motivates you, and gives you some ideas as to what you can do to really help learn your body through food and some ways that you can start to experiment. If you are ready to take that next step and work with a coach one-on-one, I do have openings and spots for clients. I offer a six-week one-on-one program and a 12-week one-on-one program, and I really help you figure out what foods work best for you. I help you experiment. I help you learn to pay attention to your body and just get to the place where I'm at now much more quickly. It took me so long and I never want this to take that long for anybody else. So I'm here to just guide you through it and get you to that place as soon as we can get there. If you're interested in working with me one-on-one, you can book a free consultation on my website. I'll also put the, put the link below and yeah, guys, thank you for tuning into this episode. If you found this episode helpful, please Share it with a friend, share it on social media, tag me in it. Let me know that this was helpful for you. You can also leave a review on the podcast. I hope you guys start to really understand the power of food and the power that you have inside of you. Like you are amazing. You can heal in whatever way you need to. You can feel amazing after you eat all the time and you can still eat fun foods and eat healthier. Like it's totally possible. 
So thank you again for listening to this episode and I will catch you guys next time. Bye.